0: It's been a hot minute since Calipari has done anything in the postseason with the Wildcats, but the fact still stands. John Calipari is still one of college basketball's best active coaches. You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what's going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on into Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Daw, writer for Sports Illustrated for various SEC related things. But on this podcast, we take a dive into all things Kentucky athletics. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. You can make every moment more by visiting FanDuel.com locked on. And right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time that team wins in the regular season. Again, FanDuel.com slash locked on. On today's episode of Locked On Kentucky, we're going to be answering the question, is Coach Cal currently the best active coach in In college basketball, recently on three, put out a list of their top 10 current coaches in college basketball, going to talk about where Cal is and going to give our thoughts on where he should be. On this list, also running back Ray Davis for Kentucky football could put up big numbers for the Wildcats this season, going to dive into what he's done in his past and talking about what he could be in this year's offense. Thank you so much for making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. Want to remind everybody out there that we are free and available on all platforms if you're watching on YouTube Please go ahead and subscribe to the show if you're listening on podcast. Had some big podcast numbers recently, so really appreciate everybody tuning in there. If you would please follow along and leave us a review there as well, it would be much appreciated. Before we dive into Coach Callum, where he stands, I've got a very quick listener question for you guys. Big Kahuna, listener of the show, asks, when's the last time you hit the Quan? I'm going to uh, decline to answer that question, but I want to ask you guys in the comments below. When's the last time you've hit the Quan? All right, so is Coach Cal currently the best coach in all of college basketball? Before we dive into this list from on three, I've collected some facts for you guys, some good, some bad, that I want to talk about in relation to Coach Cal. Now, obviously, here on the show, we've had our ups and downs with Coach Cal about how we currently feel about what UK is doing underneath him. And genuinely, I think that there have been some really positive moments, some adjustments that he's made uh, as a coach individually when it comes to rotations and things like that, alongside his staff as well. Making adjustments last season was really refreshing to see, despite the Wildcats still not being able to produce winning results week in and week out. I also think the recruiting is something, the resurgence of the recruiting, uh, I would say, has been really impressive uh, for Coach Cal this past cycle, and I really, really do hope it's able to continue into the 2024 and 2025 classes. bit of a slow start, it feels like, on the recruiting trail, so we'll continue to monitor that. But just some facts here for you guys. Nine different coaches have won a title in the NCAA tournament since Coach Cal and Kentucky won theirs in 2012, and that has been a huge sticking point for uh, the, the entire Kentucky fan base. It feels like whenever it comes to discussing Coach Calipari, whether it be in a good or a bad light about what he needs to do uh, for Kentucky over these next couple of years. And right now, that's the biggest thing on everybody's mind. Can Coach Cal actually win a title uh, as in, considering it's going on now 11 seasons since he won his past uh, national championship? The second thing that I want to get to here, very briefly, these are points we're going to go over before we go over the actual list. Currently, Coach Cal is first in all-time active wins among all active, again, I want to emphasize that word, basketball college basketball coaches at 832 victories. The next one is Cliff Ellis at 830, if I'm not mistaken. Cliff Ellis is formerly of Auburn, uh, currently at Coastal Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. He may have moved since then. Somebody can fact-check me on that, but I believe Ellis is currently at Coastal. Third is Bill Self at 787. Then you have fourth, Rick Barnes at 779. And then Dana Altman, who I believe is currently at Oregon, at 731. Since that title in 2012, Calipari has won more regular season titles in the SEC than any other active SEC coach. That is four. Also, Calipari has four SEC tournament titles, although Kentucky has not won one of those since the 2017-18 season. I personally believe that 2019 team would have won one, but I digress. It's been a hot minute since Coach Cal has had any big-time end-of-season, postseason success with Kentucky, but at the same time, he's had some really long-term career accolades, and winning a national title at Kentucky has been one of them. Now, obviously, I refrain, and I go back to what I was saying just a second ago. A lot of fans are still very much so disgruntled. Some of you that watch this show very much are as well about how why and how Kentucky has failed to do things as of late in the postseason. And part of it has just been something that I've continued to harp on here on the show. It's really, really difficult to win in the postseason in college basketball, and it's very much so difficult to do it now with consistency, especially considering the state of the game with the transfer portal and NIL and all these different things factoring into what makes a team a good college basketball team. But at the same time, I've also continued to maintain the stance that, yes, it has been going on over a decade now, and yes, we do need to expect Kentucky to actually do something worth something in March Madness, meaning you don't get clocked in the round of 32 by Kansas State. You don't get upset by St. Peter's in the round of 64 whenever you have one of the best players you've ever had on an individual roster on your team. It's frustrating. I understand that. But at the same time... If we're asking, okay, who are some of the best in the collegiate game right now? I think it's very fair to say Cal is currently one of the best coaches, active coaches, in all of college basketball. Jay Wright has since retired from Villanova. He had two national titles. Bill Self currently has one here at Kansas. Uh, Let's see, who was the the coach? Dan Hurley of UConn just recently won one. I mean, you look at the list of different coaches that are still coaching that have won a national title since Cal did. Rick Patino, who's at St. John's. Uh, Jay Wright, like I said, just retired. Roy Williams is also retired. Tony Bennett at Virginia. It's been five years since he won one, going on six seasons now. Scott Drew at Baylor, he's had a couple of years now where they've just kind of slightly regressed, haven't been able to do much in the postseason, upset by North Carolina a couple of seasons ago. Bill Self, as we just mentioned. So it really does feel like Kentucky despite not winning a national title should be able to do something in the NCAA tournament, because during that time they haven't really had a lot of runs that have been worth anything. Now, obviously that 2019 20 team, you know, we'll always wonder what could have happened with those guys. I think that they would have been in a really good spot to make a final four run. Uh, But again, as it stands, Cal has done a lot of different things, despite not having recent success and recent being the past three or four seasons, uh, with the Wildcats, he's had a lot of career success. So let's take a look at this list presented by On3. We also wrote about this over at wildcatstoday.com. Andrew Stefaniak, uh, who uh, who put this one together for us, uh, also has some interesting thoughts that I want to get to in just a minute. But looking at the list of the top 10 active coaches in college basketball, number 10 on on Three's list is Bill Self of Kansas, Kelvin Sampson of Houston is actually above Bill Self at number 9, as is Rick Patino of St. John's, Tom Izzo of Michigan State at number 7, Dan Hurley of UConn at number 6, Mark Few at Gonz- of Gonzaga at number 5, Scott Drew of Baylor at number 4, UCLA's Mick Cronin at number 3, John Calipari of Kentucky at number 2, and Tony Bennett of Virginia as the number 1 coach in all of college basketball again. That is according to On3's Jamie Shaw. So, John Calipari sitting there at number two once more. When's the last time Kentucky won a national title? It's been a hot minute. When's the last time they did something in the NCAA tournament? Again, it's been a hot minute. But it does not take away from the fact that John Calipari has a lot of different career accolades. And whenever you put them up against some of the college basketball's best right now, it's really hard to argue with him not being in the top 10, especially not being somewhere near the top five as well. Calipari has a 77.4% win percentage during his time as head coach for the Kentucky Wildcats per Andrew Stefaniak. He has one national championship and has won numerous Coach uh, coach of the year awards during his 31 years as a head coach. So Andrew had a couple of interesting thoughts. So let's go ahead and get into them that I actually agree with. This is what Andrew had to say in our article again over at at wildcatstoday.com. Many people think Calipari hasn't been doing all that well recently, and based on NCAA tournament success, they would be correct, but I expect all of that to change this season. Something feels special about this 2023-24 Kentucky basketball team as it has an elite mix of young talent and veteran leadership. You have shooters, post players, ball handlers, and everything else needed for a successful college hoops team, Coach Calipari will do something special with this Kentucky basketball team and silence the haters. I agree with Andrew. Part of that is hope. Part of that is I legitimately have become more optimistic about this roster as the months have gone on since the clock hit zero against Kansas State. I would say that Kentucky maybe would want a little bit more experience to feel really, really good about where they are. I think talent and experience blend-wise. Heading into this uh, this uh, this fall here, whenever they get to play New Mexico State, I believe, is their season opener. But but I agree with Andrew. I think that this team probably over the past three or four or five years probably has the best chance to make a run in the in the NCAA tournament because of the elite elite backcourt that they have on top of the really talented post players. And uh Zanimir uh, has been a really interesting addition as well to this team. I expect him to contribute and do some really a unicorn like things uh, for UK this fall and this winter and the spring. Um, But yeah, I think that this, this team could end up being something special if they're able to put it together, especially on the defensive end, which is something that we've not really discussed a whole lot on the podcast as of late. So that's where I stand on it. I think coach Cal should be as of right now, ranked as a top five active coach in college basketball. And if he's able to put together a run in March madness, this, uh, this spring, then I think that's further solidifying the fact that he is one of college basketball's greatest to ever do it on top of the fact that he is currently actively one of the greatest out there. If you've got any thoughts on Coach Cal, if you've got any thoughts on that list with Tony Bennett uh, being number one there on the list, you can leave that in the YouTube comments below or hit me on the socials at LockedOnUK. All right, I want to talk about Ray Davis and about how he is going to rack up numbers this fall for the Kentucky Wildcats. Before I get to that, though, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at FanDuel. Football season, as you all know, is about to kick off, and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long because right now when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can bet bonus bets every time. You can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. All you have to do is pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every single Victory, this could be the Eagles, this could be the Bengals. I know a lot of you out there are Bengals fans. The Chiefs, any team that you think is probably going to toss together a lot of wins this season in the regular season, if you bet them to win the Super Bowl, bonus bets every time they get a dub. So you can use your bonus bets on spreads, player props, over-unders, and a lot more on top of that. All you have to do is visit FanDuel.com and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. Again, that's FanDuel.com. Slash Locked On. All right, continuing along here on the Thursday edition of Locked On Kentucky. Lance Daw hanging out here with you. I really appreciate everybody making Locked On Kentucky their first their first listen every single day. A lot of good content, I think, that we've been discussing here over the past couple of weeks, and we're going to continue to dive into it as we get closer and closer to college football season. Very excited about all of it. If you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel already. Please go ahead and do so. If you've not subscribed, wherever you are listening on podcast, that would also be big as well. We got a lot of fun content coming up here over these final few weeks of August. So, Ray Davis, transfer running back from Vanderbilt. He is going to rack up numbers this fall for the Kentucky Wildcats, and I'm going to tell you why. There are a couple of really easy reasons that I think Ray Davis is going to be one of the better running backs in the SEC and why he statistically is going to be a very solid pickup for the Wildcats uh, this offseason. A quick note before we dive into that, something I did not realize about Ray Davis is I actually have been following Ray Davis's career for a lot longer than I knew I was. In 2019, uh, Ray Davis was playing for Temple and the only reason I realized, oh wait, I've seen this guy around the block quite a bit, and I've watched this guy before back in 2019, is because Ray Davis's actual name is Ramon Davis, and he goes by Ray. And I remember back in the day seeing at Temple heading into that 2020 season, looking at preview magazines and thinking, hey, they've got a guy here who almost ran for a thousand yards, returning to their team. Uh, he should be pretty good, and he was pretty good for about three games before, unfortunately. Uh, his uh, his season was cut short due to injury. Only got to play in three games there. So uh, Kentucky was able to pick him up after he moved to Vanderbilt following that injury-riddled 2020 season. Uh, in case you did not know, Davis spent two years with the Volunteers. Pull up his game logs here really quickly for you guys. I'm really impressed with what he was able to do this past cycle Running over for over 1,000 yards in 2021, he only played in three games and had 211 yards, averaged 4.8 yards per carry, which actually ties his career high in a season uh, thus far. So it's his fifth and final year in college football, and that's kind of where I want to start here. One of the biggest reasons why I think Ray Davis will be a big-time pickup for the Wildcats this offseason is, is that he's got the experience. And you look again across his uh, across his college football career, played 12 games as a freshman, seven in between those two years at Vanderbilt and Temple, and then all 12 last year for the Commodores. And I think the biggest thing we have to note layered on top of this experience is that it's SEC experience. Taking a look at his game logs from 2022. All of you know very well about what he did against the Wildcats. Last fall, he ran for over 120 yards and a touchdown, averaged five yards per carry. He also had a really good game against Florida, 122 yards on 30 carries. His best game, though, was against South Carolina in a loss. He had a receiving touchdown in this game for five yards. He did not reach the end zone rushing, but 20 attempts for 167 yards, averaged 8.4 yards per carry. Three of his four best games with the Commodores, they ended up picking up a dub in, and all three of the, all four of those games, uh, he ran for over 100 yards. He also had uh, four receptions against Ole Miss and 105 yards and a, and a rushing touchdown as well. So in SEC play against teams not named Tennessee, Georgia, or Alabama, he ended up playing really, really well, and I'm intrigued to see what he's able to get uh, to do against the SEC. This fall. So that's, I think the biggest thing for me is the experience. And then the SEC experience layered on top of that. I think the second thing we have to move to here is what Kentucky's offensive identity is going to look like under Liam Cohen. So what has Kentucky been for the past decade or so underneath Mark Stoops? Well, for the early part of the, the Kentucky tenure, they were trying to establish themselves as a, as a ground-and-pound style team that was really able to control the line of scrimmage, especially on the offensive side of the ball. As recruiting has developed and as Mark Stoops has continued to build this program up, that's become more of a staple and more of an identity of what UK football is and what it wants to be moving forward. They've had some really good running backs, some bell cow backs, I might add, and then they've had some really good offensive lines that have turned out NFL talent on top of that when you look at this year's team and last year's team, I think that you have to assume that this year underneath uh, Liam Cohen with Devin Leary and uh, Barion Brown and Dane Key and Tavion Robinson and a really good tight end room, Kentucky is going to throw the football. And I don't think they're going to throw the football a ton because of what Mark Stoops said at SEC Media Days is saying that they want to get back to kind of a ground and pound style offense and that's where they want to reestablish their identity this fall. But I think they really do have the opportunity to sling the ball around the yard a little bit. But I don't think that that takes away from Ray Davis and what he statistically can be for UK this season for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think that Mark Stoops traditionally has had bell cow backs at UK that have rushed for a ton of yards. And... There's no reason to believe that Ray Davis doesn't get the majority of the touches in this room, despite there being some really good names here as well. I think Ray Davis is going to end up being that number one guy, and he's going to stick with it, barring injury. Hopefully no injuries. And then I think the offensive line as well is revamped and will give Kentucky an opportunity to really test this run game and make it a little bit better every single week until you head into SEC play uh, here through the month of September. You've got three games where you have an opportunity to kind of reestablish things and show the world, hey, guess what? We've got some really good receivers and we've got a great quarterback and a really good offensive coordinator, but we're going to run this football and we're going to prove to everybody that we are back after being one of the worst in the nation last year. We are reestablishing our offensive identity through Ray Davis and through this O-line and through this rushing attack, and I really do hope Kentucky takes advantage of that opportunity They can even do it against Vanderbilt in week four. And I'm not going to sit here and say that Vanderbilt's a slouch because the Commodores did beat Kentucky last year. But the point here being is that Kentucky, despite having strengths in other areas of this offense, I think wants to get back to running the football. And so, therefore, there's reason to believe that the very experienced fifth-year SEC running back, Ray Davis, who's already run for over 1,000 yards in this conference in a worse system and behind a worse offensive line, uh, he could do that this year. He could put up some numbers. So I want to ask you guys, what do you think about Ray Davis? What do you think about this rushing attack as a whole and this offense for Kentucky football this fall? You can leave all of that in the YouTube comments below. And that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Kentucky. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked on UK. You can follow me on Twitter at Doll underscore. And you can follow the show over on Instagram that is at at podcast any questions comments concerns you can leave that in the youtube comments below you can hit me on the socials i will see you all tomorrow for another episode of locked on kentucky hope you guys have a great rest of your day and god bless